Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time joining us. I always say, tell a friend, recommend us. Keep the Whiskey Ginger train rolling through your town. Tell some people, man. Recommend the show. Spread the love online so we can keep doing this during the pandy to keep things light and airy and happy. Not touring right now. You can see me here. You can see me on Bad Friends. You can see extra content for Whiskey Ginger on the Patreon. Go to andrewsantino.com. You can check out the Patreon where I do solo Cheeto chats, all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, also, we got a bunch of new merch. You want to keep someone happy during this time? Send them a shirt. Go to andrewsantinostore.com where we got a hat, we got shirts, we got a hoodie, we got a rocks glass. Uh, we're going to be putting up a bunch of new stuff as time goes on. I'm happy to work with dope artists that make great stuff. So uh, go to andrewsantino.store.com. Sorry, go to andrewsantinostore.com to check out the merch. Go to andrewsantino.com for all the other information that you might need to know. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here... We pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. Is Mr. Brad Garrett? Brad, thank you for How being you, here. How are you, Andrew? How are I'm, you? I'm, I'm, um, I'm good. I had a bad round of golf this morning, so I'm feeling a little depressed about myself. What, 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 do you, what would you shoot? What's a, what's a bad round to a guy like you? Around eighty was bad. Oh come on, for that's real? Bad. Yeah, that's so bad. You're, so you're 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 a player. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. I, I'm not bad. Okay. I I. Uh, Yes, I blew up a little bit. I, I I didn't enjoy it. The front was fine and the back was not good. I ran into uh, your buddy Ray Romano on the course, and I shouldn't say buddy because I don't know. You could hate his guts. I have no idea. I I I, I do. Uh, no, I, I love Ray. Ray and I are quite close, uh, and uh, I got I, I played a lot of golf with him. I stopped years ago. I've never broken a hundred uh, in my life. I had uh, lessons. I had coaches. I really didn't care. I'm I'm hor- horrible in in any athletics, but I love golf, and we would play all the time. And he was like, oh, "Why don't Why don't you go to a range?" And I go, "Look, you're at the range six days a week. Yeah, and you're shooting 88. I never go, and I'm I'm around 111." I, I don't I don't under you know if you're if if you can't break a hundred after, and I'm saying. 15 20 years of playing but the the back used to give me problems but i do miss and, and i saw him recently oh, let's go out a little <laughs> so i may i may go uh i may play a a, a little let's go he together he has one of the best stories you know that tahoe uh charity thing they do every year i'm yes. sure you have you done it no but i know about it yeah uh it, you know it, it's a big thing for ray and ray ray's played and it's you know it's like the big time athletes and and some celebrities and, and whatever sure. and he took me once and um you know no, you know the worst player before me was charles barkley and and ray's like oh you look don't look you're not as bad as him you'll be fine and um after the first round 
not bad. I have Charles by two strokes. Okay. This is not <laughs> bad. And he and Charles is busted. And then the second day, I just, I implode. You know, I'm oh, doing man. bullshit for the gallery as opposed to just trying to not, you know. And uh, the second day after nine holes, I'm right around 68. Six, I took a, yeah, I know. On Sam the front. Your face. On the, on fr- the front. Ah. 68 on the front. Yeah. And I, um, um, I seven putt the ninth hole. Okay. And what? Uh, how? I that's almost impossible. I know. I, I, I know. And <laughs> I get all that. And <laughs> I get all that. I, I know the uh, you know, and yeah. I go uh and they go to Ray and it's uh uh, uh how do you you know and and they said how do you how do you take uh, uh a twelve? I think I took a twelve after I seven, but it was a par four. Right. Okay, and I count everything. You know, I don't kick the ball. No, I count everything. Right. And they ask Ray, but it was NB, it was the NBC Sports, and they go, "How did your buddy take a 12? And he goes, "Oh, he missed the putt for a lever." <laughs> that was really that, and and I ended up losing to to Barkley. But oh uh, man, I was wearing a ping hat. You know that they gave you in the uh, in the swag bag. Sure. And after the after nine holes. One of the guys from NBC Sports, he said, can you do me, because they went out live, they said, can you do me a favor? They said, Ping, you know, is one of our big sponsors. And I know, I, I said, no, no, I'm wearing the hat. And they went, they want you to take it off. <laughs> they would prefer it if you removed yeah. the hat. Yeah. It was, you so, were, you're not a golfer. You should get, I'm maybe not, tennis. I love, boy, I adore the game. And yeah. it's so admirable, but anyway, not for you. answer for something you really didn't even ask. Yeah, I think that's the whole interview. I don't think we're going to be able to do anything else. Okay. I think, I right. think that's Thank it. You. No, no, Brad, no, no. Um, for reference, for people that don't know, um, Brad and I met uh, doing a show called I'm Dying Up Here on Showtime. I had the privilege of working with you. You're an incredible actor, a great so dude. So are you, man. You, you're, you, you you're, are amazing. Well, that you not really, true. Really it's not were. true. I mean, you, uh, boy, oh, boy. Very impressive. Well, uh, I, I thank you. I deny it, but I thank you. And uh, people don't know um, how generous of a guy you are. Uh, I don't want to spread rumors, but Brad gave everyone a Ferrari when he showed up, which I thought was just a cool, what a cool thing to do. Nice. The whole cast. I mean, I just, sure. some people get sure. small gifts. Yeah. You uh, the you, yellow one, right? The fly yellow. Is fly yellow. Yeah, yeah. That was mine. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. crashed it. I'm not going to lie. I wrecked it right That's away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Have you have you wrecked a Ferrari before? Uh, I, I once uh, on a test drive. I burnt out the clutch oh on a God. test drive. Went on a test drive, cost you sixty four hundred. <laughs> Wait yeah, a minute. Bur- so burned th- it out. Right. What year? What year was it? What year was the Ferrari? Two thousand. It was. It was when the uh, the the Modena came out. Yeah. Some people call it Modena. I Modena, call it Modena. Right, right. It's when that came out. Two thousand and two. I was gonna say it's right around the yeah right around early two thousands when that came out. Yeah. So yeah. so stick shift cars, uh, Ferraris waned away from that now. They don't really they don't do stick yeah. anymore. I mean you and have to I love order a stick, it. Same. As you can see, yes. I love it. I mean I'll yeah. pay sixty four hundred for a clutch, <laughs> but it was unbelievable. I'll, I I will never forget. You know, it had the glass back, and uh, you, you know the salesman's with me. He's like, "Are you are you good with this?" I said, "Yeah, I, I grew up driving the clutch." He said, "Okay, they're a little different." And 
And uh, the smoke started filling in the back. <laughs> and he goes, dude. And it became a little bit of this, you know, and I, you know, I, I was like, relax. I gave him one of those. Ru- when- I know what I'm doing, pal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tess drove it. And, and uh, I said, look, if I'm going to write a check for 6400 I might as well, you know, lease it. Right. You know, made a lot of mistakes um, with cars, (laughs) a lot of mistakes. That's kind of, uh, you know, I stopped a lot of addictions and I picked up uh, other ones like car collecting and things I don't fucking know anything about because, you know, you're, you're obsessive compulsive and a bit of an addict. You, uh, uh, you know, you pick up other things. So I've had to learn that the hard way, but I'll never, I was so embarrassed and, and I, I, and it was right on Wilshire Boulevard. Where, where they have the, uh, you know, the Ferrari. And I was very, very embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to laugh, but I get it. Do you remember? So I've had a couple of cars that were stick and I okay. still adore stick. And Me too. Uh, we Me talked, too. we talked a little bit of cars. Cause you know, I'm, I love cars. I can't, obviously I can't afford your habit, but I well, do I anymore. Don't right. worry. Well, okay. We're even, but I think, um, did you remember when you, like who taught you how to drive stick? My dad, my first car was a 72 Pinto runabout. Wow, a runabout. I've never even heard of a runabout. Well, listen, yeah. Uh, they were, uh, you know, and my dad, it was my dad's car. He gave it to me when I turned 16. It was a 72. Wow. And he goes, it just, you know, there's a controversy about going in reverse. Uh, but none of it's been confirmed. So stay away from parallel parking. I remember him telling me that. My dad was an incredible driver. You yeah. know, he was a dude from the Bronx, fearless, heart of gold. And he, I, I remember, man, he was on Sunset Boulevard. My dad was a great dude and really wonderful and bipolar. And we were driving on Sunset Boulevard in the Pinto. It was a stick. And this Lotus cuts him off. You know, and I'm like, you know, your typical Jewish kid. I'm like, let it go. Yeah. Right. I don't, yeah. Why mix it up? You know, you're a ginger. So I'm sure you would have been, fuck this. Fuck and, this. Right. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And I'm dad. It's okay. He goes, no, that was inconsiderate. He's right. And we're, it, we're two <laughs> giant men. He was six, five in yeah. a Pinto. We're doing like 40. We're top ended at 40 on sunset. <laughs> he caught that Lotus and it was a little bit of a, it was a little bit of a, of a, he was an incredible driver. So he taught me, and I love a stick. And nowadays it's, it's tough to get a stick. Yeah. You have, to, you have to, to let order a salesman that. let you a test drive a stick. Right. That's well, that's smart. That's a smart test driving a Ferrari is tough. You know, you're going to look, I don't think, I don't think, does anybody test drive a Ferrari without the intention on buying it? I feel like you're going to buy it if you test it. Right. Does, that, does anybody ever just I go to, you, you know, yeah. you know, they, you know, they, 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 I mean, I think they, they have to know you a little bit, I think as far as a, a car person, but yeah. I was there a, a couple months ago, I shouldn't have been just looking. And uh, I ran into Lovitz who's a, who's a real car guy. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, it was, it was, it was so funny. Just was he watching. picking up a Ferrari? He was, he was, he was looking. He's a, he's a car guy. Yeah. Wild. Guy. He was looking. I know it's a few cars, but it was it was fun. We were both standing in the Ferrari place, going, "God, it's so hard to be out of work." As we're standing there, <laughs> and a Ferrari in a Ferrari yeah. dealership. Yeah. yeah, I uh I learned how to drive stick on a '69 Corvette Stingray. Oh gosh, um, 
And that was the hardest thing I ever had to learn because I had stick cars after that. And it was my buddy's dad's car. And I was so scared to screw it up. I was like so nervous and scared about it because he was precious with it. But he took us in this church, a church parking lot and yeah. uh, was teaching us how to drive stick. And that's the clutch was so hard. And I was 15 at the time. And the so, dad let you do that. He trusted you. Yeah, to, yeah wow, he did. Yeah. Well, he, he was kind of a, uh, he didn't give a shit. I mean, he was just a fun dude who he had a, a bunch of cars and he had a lot of money. And I think for him, it was fun to just, it was cool to sure. show off to the, to the Where'd neighborhood. Where did you grow up? Where was this? In Chicago. Well, well, I grew up in Chicago. And then by the time I got to high school, then I was in the Western suburbs of Chicago. Okay. So I was in the city till, uh, till we, my mother remarried and then we moved out to the Western suburbs. So I was living at the Western suburbs at the time. Okay. Um, and, uh, we were in a church parking lot. And he taught, and he was like, you just got to slam it with your little, my little skinny, you know, pretzel leg. And I slammed it as hard as I could. And my ank, I twisted my ankle, but I, but I couldn't let him know. Right. Like I, I'm not, I couldn't, I was not, I was, was not going to be like, Oh, no way. Right. So I twisted my ankle and I was just like holding in all of it as I was doing. And the clutch uh, was, if you know about like old vets, they're, yes. they're so stiff. I mean, they were yes. so tough to drive. Compared yeah. to today, you know, when guys get, you know, when guys get stick today, it, I, if you don't know, you don't know. It's butter today. It doesn't even feel like you're it's doing butter. anything. It's yeah. butter. It's a joke. Yeah. But back then, it, of, it was like a, a room for mistakes on today. This, this was like a crank. I felt, I mean, I was like cranking it every day. I mean, you know, it was like, a, it was like machine sure. operated. Yeah. And I twisted my ankle and oh, I funny. bit my what lip. What was the car again? 69 Stingray, Corvette oh. Stingray. Yeah, 69. Beauty. Yeah. Big, huge wheel hubs, you know? Like, it was a beautiful, yeah. b- bright red. It was a beautiful right. car, man. Yeah, and so that was my, uh, I think that was my foray into liking cars, honestly, because my dad, we never had nice cars. I didn't, right. I, you know, my dad, a Buick, we had a Buick Park Avenue. That was my dad. We had a LeSabre and a Park Avenue. Okay. Top end, top end stuff, baby. But big, big. big. Like driving the couch. Yeah, he it? Want, yeah, yeah, it's a boat. It's a, it's a boat on yeah, wheels. It's amazing. Yeah, I he love want, it, the Buicks. So, so yeah. he didn't, uh, I never, I got into cars on my own because of my friend's dads who were big car collectors. And sure. then I started to get into it. Now that I'm getting to a place when I can actually kind of have fun with them, you know, it's right. nice to be able to afford them. How many, how many cars do you have, Brad? Be real with me. I, I really, uh, I... Just say I it. Got seven. I got seven. That's nice. But I, I, I had a, I, I really, when I built the club in Vegas, you know, my, my business manager was like, you got to get rid of the warehouse. You got to get, see, I don't know what I'm doing with cars. You, you, you know, I mean, I will, I have trouble. I, I can't change a plug. I can't everything. Right. You know, Leno is like, you know, yeah, just read the manual. Yeah, read the manual. You know, I, I've tried to learn. So uh, I get, I get fucked every, every Avenue, you, you know, I right. can't change the oil. So it's like, I buy them. I don't buy them right. I buy them quick. And I end up, um, you know, so when I built the club, I, I, he goes, you know, this is, this is a, a real shot you're taking in a business. You got to get rid of some of the toys. So I, I, I narrowed it down and, and I may be doing more of that depending when the vaccine's coming out. I know that's, uh, it's just wild right now, man. You're, well, just, your, your comedy club, uh, I have, I, I came and saw you while I was doing, I don't know what I was doing, maybe Kimmel's club, but I came and said hi to you. And yeah. saw you, and it was so much fun to watch you in your club. Is you, or do you guys have one? Not to harp on this because we've talked about it ad nauseum, but 
sure. you know when you might have the club come back? When 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 are you guys going to start putting acts in there? You, you know, there's there's no entertainment anywhere now in Vegas, and oh, the MGM is just you know they're very they they, they want to do it right, and they right they have half the properties on the strip. The rumor is now possibly September, wow. but they're they're going to wait for the governor to give the green light, and uh, you know I get it. It may it makes sense. I mean, what, yeah. You know, uh, have you been working any rooms? I know there's some open in the country, or, no, but it's, no, no. it's got to be crazy to do it, right? I just think I, I think I, I assess the situation, um, and I was like, I just, I just don't think it's worth it on 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 multitude of levels, right? I <clears throat> prior sure. to this, we had sold out this tour. I'm doing this tour. I had sold, I had almost sold out the entire tour. I was wow. so excited, man. I was so elated to go do it and to finally like see fans and connect with people that I haven't seen for over a year on the road or two years sure. in certain cities and. Um, when I broke it down, I just don't think it was worth both the financial commitment, the health commitment, the risk that I don't yeah. want to be the guy that brings people into a room and then I get yeah. shit for it. I'm like, no, that's yeah. why should the performer be the guy? Cause it would fall on us. I mean, when of I course. got, when I stopped my run, uh, in Chicago in March, I was supposed to have a show there. I was home with my family yeah. and you know, the city said you can, you can perform, um, but uh, 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 we are advising not, it has to be under 250 people. Well, we had the room, Talia Hall is way bigger than that. And so no. I was like, well, why did they say yes then? You know what I mean? They like left it up yeah. to us to ruin ourselves. So I was like, yeah. I'm good. That was kind of my key. That was, that was smart. Yeah. That, that was smart. Yeah. That's I mean, when we were going to open when they thought we would, they, you know, they said you're going to have to be at 50% capacity mm -hmm. uh, with the distancing. And, you know, we only see 250, right? right? So at the end of the day, it just makes make sense. And they, you know, and then wearing the masks, you know, I, I, I hardly hear laughs when I'm on stage anyway, <laughs> putting the mask over them. I, I, I don't have it. I don't That's know. not true. That is you not know. true. You know, uh, I think I think what happens is such a hack. Well, also Go in the ahead. beginning of your show, you spit on the audience, which I don't think helps, and it's probably not good for the pandemic. Well, it's not spitting; it's spraying. It's spraying because uh, I have two teeth. Oh, and so it's a lot of it's spraying, but it isn't spitting. You know, okay, sure. You call it what you want to call it, but it's very <laughs> interesting to watch. No, yeah. I, I I'm sad to hear it because uh, you know, and we were trying to get me out at least to try to play your club. Um, by this year because we had talked about it last year and and uh i just what is vegas have you been back to vegas what does it look like are people there are people on the strip I, I, you know what we closed it march march 13th and i haven't been back wild and um i got you know a, a lot of friends that are dealers and work the casinos and people right. food and beverage and uh they thought by opening the casinos and part of the restaurants but um i don't think with the numbers going where they're going, yeah, uh, I think people are more concerned than they thought they would be, and, and rightfully so. Yeah, you know, you know, they got the, you know, my buddy's a craps dealer, and you know, he's got the full thing and the helmet and the, you, you know, and the shield and then right. the mask under the shield, and it's, you know, it's, and it's they're, a lot. Well, it's, uh, I, I know Vegas isn't going to want to have to close again, so they're doing it in small increments and at least trying to get some people out, but, but the pools are open. I'm hearing, which really, yeah, the pools are, open. but again, okay. huge distancing from the pools. And, um, but you know, before COVID, the things you can catch in a Vegas pool, yeah, COVID's probably not even up there. 
It's not even close. You, you know what close. I'm saying? Well, do yeah. you feel do you feel like maybe you and I should take a trip to Vegas and do a little pool show and we should do a show in a pool? Maybe? I would listen. I would. Uh, I ain't following you, but okay. I'm certainly certainly open for you. Okay. And uh, I think I think we should get a cabana. Yes. And, and I'm not taking my shirt off either. Yes, but you that's are. Okay. You know, yes, I'm the guy. Are. I swim in my t-shirt. You know, no, you don't. I, no, I, I do. I do. do. I got a third nipple and um, and an odd like not really a dorsal fin, but I have a growth. It's a hump right around a, that actually goes down to area 51. It's kind of like, I don't want to say a sailfish, <laughs> but it's more of a, you know, I got things on me. Do you have scoliosis, Brad? Is this, is... Uh, I don't, okay. I, I don't, um, right. but I, I, you know, I, I would welcome it at this point in my life. Sure. Sure. I, you know, living in this thing, you know, I'm starting to like, I, it's been a great run. The world is looking really fucking scary. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's been, it's, you know, it's been great. How, you know, how, how long can I milk star search? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. time for me to, you know, go away somewhere, learn to fly fish. Right. Just, uh, you know, and Ray will fly over in his G5 and wave. Say hi. Yeah. yeah. And just, uh, you know, we'll get you on, we'll get you on Hollywood squares. We'll get you on one of those. I, I, I'll tell you, I'm open. I'm open to doing it. I really wanted to do a Hollywood Squares, like an R-rated version. Yeah, that's that for, for like Netflix. That would be great. Um, I'm trying to bring back Make Me Laugh. I think that was before your time. I know what it is, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, but um, it was a great show, and to bring out comics and uh, you know, I'm looking for something fun to do uh, from the comedy club. Yeah, you know, thinking of when it reopens to maybe do some stuff out of there as well. I got that Hollywood Squares R rated would be that's a fucking brilliant idea. I hope you don't care that thousands of people are going to hear you say that and steal that, your idea. That, that, listen, it's please have fun with it. You'd be a great host, actually. I would love. I would love to do that. That's something. Honestly, I, I I said the other night. Um, I was watching. Uh, 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 Alfonso Ribeiro is hosting uh, America's Funniest Home Videos now. You know. Uh, is and, he okay? The yeah. guy from uh, Fresh Prince, right? Fresh Prince, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlton and uh, oh, sure, you knew the, the name. Yeah, Carlton. Uh, yeah, baby. The right. the room was empty, and he's performing during COVID times to uh, an empty room. And uh, at first, I thought that is fucking miserable to watch this guy. Like he's like hamming it up. He's he's got it. It's his job to like sell these sure. kooky sure. videos. But then when I kept watching it. I realized how it's a perfect gig. You know, like there is no audience to pretend to look at and do the thing with. You just ham it up for the camera yeah. on a hosting gig like that, throw it to the clips and then go home. And I thought I, that could be, I could, that would be my good night moon. That would be my swan song is doing yeah. a hosting show. Sure. I would love that. I would love to host something like that at the end of it all. Right now yeah. I want to do a little bit more TV work. Not much. You should bro. Just you a little. Not, now, why do you say not much? You're very gifted. Well, why not? Because I think it's tough. Uh, it's tough to get on something. I'm on a show now that I like. It's this FX show called Dave. It's fun. We're going to do another season. I've heard great yeah. stuff about it. It's I fun. How is it? It's good. The only one problem is the main character is Jewish, and I know you're not a fan. So, oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. You I'm can't sorry. get out? Yeah, no, no, it's no, hard. I, no, I, I mean, that show has a lot of buzz. Yeah, no, it's doing well. We're going to get another season. Well, we got another season. We're going to do it. Uh, you. 
Uh, got, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, I, they said November, but I think it'll be next year. But why, why are you negative about it? Andrew? No, no, no. Not the show itself. I just mean TV. Finding something good is hard and finding something that can last, as you know, is yes. it's a it's a crapshoot. So very tough. It's emotional. And to me, the only control I've ever had is stand up in my career in stand up or podcasting this. Sure. There is no pressure that next year they're going to take it away. They can't take away stand up from you. Oh, they've yeah. taken mine away. Well, and that's yeah, uh, honestly, order. Well, we voted, Brad, but, I voted, I voted yeah. and I wanted okay. you out. All yeah. right. And again, you know that you have that right. You <laughs> have, did you mail in or, or did you, did you stand in line? No, I want, I wanted to make sure my vote was physically counted. I walked in, I punched it in. It was the old punch card. I put Brad, they said, who do you not want to see on stage anymore as Brad Garrett? I mean, it was only you. I don't think I voted anybody well, else. Of course. I do understand what you're saying though. You know, when, when we start out as standups, we're, we're not just control freaks, but there's a reason we are because yeah. you know, we live or die by it. We're our own writer, director, producer, sometimes our own audience, you know? So it's, right. when you get into a collaborative thing, you get a little, uh, you know, you, it, it's, it's difficult to get on something. And, and then it's, who's going to, you know, are, are people going to watch it? That's, that's, there's just right. so much TV, but, um, but, but, uh, but I actually, it's on my list. Dave is on my list. When okay. I'm, I'm almost done with 90 Day Fiance. Oh, so good. Up. So good. I know. I read for that, but you didn't get uh, it. No, uh, they thought it was too Semitic. But so. you've had you've had like 30 mail order brides. I can That's you should be right okay. up there. First of all, it's four. Okay, and uh, I gotta tell you, you know, I don't know First if all. Oh, the muffins are ready. I don't know if you heard the cuckoo. <laughs> I, I did. The cuckoo clock. Yeah. it's so good. My. Uh, my uh, future future uh, bride. You know, we've been engaged for a long, long time. I've been with Izzy for twelve years, and she she bought me this gorgeous. I, I love clocks, you know, because it's I don't have time. I mean, right. no, it's so. But she got me this gorgeous uh, cuckoo clock. I've always wanted a cuckoo clock, you know, when I was young, and it's a lot of things I didn't get, Andrew. When I was, See, growing you up. seem very deprived. I mean, the cuckoo yeah, clock. Yeah. Seems like yeah. an obtainable thing for a child to get as a gift. I don't. What did you get as gifts? Sticks, rocks. Uh, I'll tell you what I did. I got the clock with the cat that had the eyes. Oh it yeah. This, yeah, it was a black, a black, yeah, that. And I, I wanted one forever because I couldn't have a pet growing up. My mom was allergic to fur, but she had five minks, <laughs> which was weird, you know. She had anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're not big into the Jews. I would explain how that. <laughs> I know you're not. No, that is not, not, Brad. That is not true. Okay. I am very big into them. I oh. like them very much. I just don't want anyone near me like that. Not in my vicinity, pal. You know. You know. And you know what? You know what's so funny? This will get um, isolated. This clip will get isolated. Brad Garrett, Santino hates Jews, and it'll just go. That'll of be course. the thing. Yeah. And who's a more perfect person to help you get there but me? Well, you look. You you can you can plead the fifth. Uh, they 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 went after Alan, and then they quoted you recently talking about Alan, and they made it sound like it was uh, it was like Brad Garrett versus Alan. What what? How did this come about? Well, it's wild. Huh? It's wild because yeah. we had just I had just texted you. Literally, I had talked to you. Yeah. And then, like, as if the universe, as if the universe was just like talking to me i texted yeah. you in moment like a day later i had seen this thing about ellen yeah. and all this shit and then you yeah 
you know, I really didn't think it would, it would, uh, I have so few followers. I didn't think anyone would see it. <laughs> to be really honest, I, I, I felt like my neighbor would go, right. but, but I don't want to, and, and, and I know you'll get this. I said what I had to say. It's not, I don't want to make it a thing. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not anything that she's not already dealing with that. Sure. I mean, there's no one I've spoken to that's been in the business for more than, you know, uh, a short while that isn't isn't familiar with this, which is what my tweet said. And you know, sometimes you chirp up for for the for the for the little folks, you know. And, totally. And I think. Look, I, you're in the right. You're you. I, I'm not trying to dig at you. I think it's funny. No, I no, no. And I don't laugh. feel that way. I just don't want it because I haven't spoken about it, and people want comments, and they want it to become a big thing. And it's not a vendetta. It's 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 nothing like that. Right. It's just something that's you know out there, and and like I said, common knowledge. And and if I didn't have a lot of associates and friends very uh, involved in that environment, that you know, I I would have. Uh, so I, I, I just, I chirped up and sometimes you got to do this. I do believe if it was a male talk show host, he would have been gone years ago. They would have killed him. Yeah. You Stone, know, stoned him like, in the streets. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. you, but, but you know, she'll be fine and, and it'll all work out the way it should. And, um, um, uh, you know, I'm going back to MySpace. That's where I used to put a lot of my stuff out, <laughs> and I never had problems. I would go to all the uh, the uh, uh, the tip toppers mixers. Yes, uh, I don't know if you know about the tip toppers. How sure. tall are you? We would love for you to join. I'm only six one. Ah, you got to be six five to be in the tip toppers. Women have yeah. to be nine feet. Nine really? feet. Really? So, um, you're the, t- are you the, or who's the, who leads the tip toppers? Who's like the organizer? Uh, circus people, circus people, usually, uh, people that, uh, the bearded lady ran it for six years. You can nice. only choose. Yeah. And then it was the, uh, the mutant from Ventura. Oh, uh, one of my first gigs, stand up gigs. Cause you know, you know how, uh, you know, my monologues go. Yes. I was hired by the tip toppers club. I had never heard of it. You know, I was like six feet at 13, no ability of wow. any kind. And, uh, when I started doing stand-up, you know, you know, they called me and they were like, Aah! and I said, I'll be there. I would love to. And it was a mixer and literally uh, I, a room of, I mean, I felt petite. It was incredible. Giant, giant people. And, um, and to this day, a lot of them are my, uh, are, are my lab experiments. I, I, are, are my friends. A lot of them are my friends. But it was uh, the Tip Toppers Club. That's wild. Um, what, what, so you felt small at six five. Uh, I'm six eight. Yeah, I sent you the bio. Okay, Andrew. I Can know I tell you something? You know what's yeah. the meaning about that? You know I can't read, and that's even more. Right. That's more rude of you than it is of anything else. I, I sent, you, sorry. You, you, not only did you send me, but he sent me a thirteen page bio and a ten point font, knowing that I'm illiterate. And I knew that was you taking a shot at me. It was just rude. That's a thirteen pager. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk about the sex. A lot of people are a little uncomfortable talking about their sex life, their drive, their libido. It's hard. It's not easy. Look, I've been blessed. The Red Rocket is blessed, but that doesn't mean everyone is, all right? Some people need a little extra boost. Uh, The caboose needs another engine, you know? 
Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, and there's no shame in that game, baby. Everybody loves when their partner can go again and again and again. Might as well fine-tune your basement. Juice yourself up. Get yourself some extra oomph. Some more push. Right? Blue Chew, it's made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians. You don't got to go to a doctor and wait in line. If you're embarrassed about this stuff, you shouldn't be, but you also don't have to go anywhere. Now you can do it online. It's cheaper than pharmacy-bought stuff. They prepare it, ship it right to your front door. Your neighbors won't know. It's in a discreet package that says, this is not Blue Chew. No, of course not. It's easy. There's no awkwardness, and you don't need to leave your house. If you're looking for that extra push, if you're looking for a little help in the libido region because you're a little embarrassed about it, which you shouldn't be, then go get some Blue Chew and fix it. Solve it. Make your partner happy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment for free when you use this promo code WHISKEY. Pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's Blue Chew, like the color blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code is WHISKEY. Try it out for free. What do you got to lose? The Whisk Ginge is also brought to you by DHM Detox. Hey, man, a lot of us like to drink, myself included. Like to have a couple of soda pops here and there, now and then, every single chance I get. And I don't like hangovers. As you get older, you get hangovers. DHM Detox is the solution. It's a vitamin for people who like to drink alcohol. All right? Be responsible. Take control. You can have it while you're drinking, before you're drinking. It's wonderful. There's a misconception. People think, oh, this next day feeling feeling like shit is because of dehydration. It's not true. It's a buildup of alcohol's byproduct, which is toxic in your system. You need vitamins to cleanse yourself. DHM Detox uses science to help boost your natural response to alcohol, help break down all those toxins that get in your blood. Two, two capsules, first couple of drinks, it goes to work. You can take them while you're drinking too. It's phenomenal. The next morning, you're going to feel so much better. How important is your next day? It's huge. you got a life to live. You want, you want to have some drinks during the panty, but you got to get up and you got to fulfill yourself and fill your day with good stuff. You can't be sleeping and drinking Gatorade all day in bed. That's not the way to do it. Just grab some DHM Detox. Help you figure out that hangover, man. Easy. It's an easy fix. It's also, it's a risk-free for purchase. If you're not satisfied by taking the product, email them and they'll literally give you your money back. So what do you want to know? It's a no-brainer. Try it at the very least. You got nothing to lose. We got you 20% off your first order. Head over to dhmdetox.com slash whiskey. Use the promo code whiskey at the checkout. That's dhmdetox.com slash whiskey. If you got any questions, let them know on Instagram. Ginger. I like gingers. I just always thought it was so funny that they, you know, tall people, you know, bless us. You know, some of it, it's... Uh, well, not all of you, but some of you. You know what I mean? Are, I don't have to get into it. But I, I couldn't <laughs> believe we had our own club. You know, and you walk in the room and you're like, I, I, I don't want to be around any of it. It's like, it's like twins that have their own clubs right? You know, and things like that. You were I, a Siamese twin, weren't you at one time? I was a Siamese twin. I was you a Siamese joined, twin. I believe early I, on. Well, I was conjoined. I de-joined and I ate my conjoined. brother. I ate my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the only reason why I'm over six feet. You know, we were, we were yeah. slotted to be five, six a piece. And were you? Yeah. And I said, no chance. So I ate my brother and I'm six one now. You ate your brother. Yep. Ate him alive. I ate, well, yeah, he was alive. I ate him alive. That's why I am what I am now. That's all right, man. How is the podcast going? You know, I'm thinking of doing really. One. It's really, it's going really good. You're doing a great job, and is everything really? is. Everyone, let me look at the, the meter online. Let me look right now, and it says. Yeah. Well, now it's not going to be good. Well, no, people are loving it. They're actually upvoting this right now. They're clicking on. They're. Just, this is great. Let me read the comments. This is going great. Brad is cool. Hey, Brad is hot. This is all the same guy. Right. This is all the same guy. All right. Well. But we've yeah. got them. 
We've got them in there. No, it's you. You're. I think you should. You I have didn't a get it out. You know, because I thought of doing one, uh, like about mental health and stuff like that. Because you know, I, you know, I got a, I got a lot of circus music up here. You do. You and do. I was thinking about, but I just, you know, I, I started I, to, to film a couple, and I really dig it. But it's like there's so many, and I know yes. yours has great traction. What yeah. do you do? You just throw it out there, and you, like, uh, you know. We have a dedicated fan base that likes uh, that likes the show that keeps coming back that spreads it around and then um, we put it up there and we promote it we cross promote it amongst other platforms to see like what grabs and who you know who's interested in the guests that I have I like to think I pick very good guests except for some weeks uh, present I'm company sorry. included I'm sorry it's fine I, look I'm gonna have a couple lapses people say that's what they say in the pod world they say you're gonna have a couple of duds. And yes. this this week is definitely a dud. There's no doubt about it. But I know, and I'm l- listen. Don't think I don't feel it on this end. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, but uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I've always can I tell you something? I've sure. always I've always wanted to be. Um, I've always wanted to have enough money to have an office where I have a lot of black framed photos next to each other. It, I love that. You like, can have this office. I can't. Whatever you got. Oh, I can't. I mean, everything's priced to move. You have no idea. Can I'm I buy some for the clutch? What about the clock? Can I buy? What if I buy the cuckoo clock? The cuckoo clock you can have. It's uh, like I said, made in Germany. So every hour they give my people a ten minute head start. So when you hear the boop boop, that's when you that's when you just take everything you'd load up for a fire season and, and you, t- you you just split. But I, I I love old black and white photography. These aren't pictures of me. I'm you know I'm not ready. I don't do that. That's in your master bedroom. Your master bedroom has photos of you everywhere. Yes, life size actually, life size <laughs> with the with the small wiener included. But um, yeah, Brad, I you were going to ask me, I cut you off. Well, you, let me ask you, why yeah. don't you cut your picture a little bit now? Now, now, now you see how it, it, it's like, what's going on? What 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 is this? A return vent on yeah. your left? What is behind? Yeah. Where are you now? Well, the audience isn't going to be able to see that because we're doing it on Zoom instead of in the studio. So what they see is going to be a much smaller version than what you see. And that's why my genitals are out for you right now, because they're not going to see that. That's just, this is just for the Zoom. That's for the Zoom calls. That's all that is. Oh, no, I'm, I'm in a- no, um, so They'll cut you here, I'm hoping. They're going to cut, it's, it's just going to be just my face. This is all they're going to see. Why? Because that's all they need to see, you know? They don't need to see anything else. They don't need to know that well, I'm not fully clothed. That had to cost you a couple of dollars. I mean, this, you know this, this was great. When, we, when we're in studio and we do the wide shot, the fans can see the full sign. This was made uh, by a buddy um, who's incredibly talented. This is super, super heavy. He hand carved this, hand carved this out of uh, 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 oak, a protected historic oak. I had them cut it down illegally. Right. And I wanted, I said, shave whiskey ginger in there. And they said, sir, that's a $30,000 fine. And I threw money at the, yeah. uh, the local arbor. But you care. It's yeah. enough breeze. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, no. I've been doing podcasts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a wood, wood, wood sign. I don't, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're there yet. I don't know if you're a wood sign. I'm there. You know, I ramble as you're noticing. Yes, I really am not a good listener. So I was just gonna call it. Let me talk with Brad. Something like do it by yourself. What's that smell? Is that? But that's hard to do in wood. Well, it's also hard to communicate smells over, uh, over you know, earwaves. It's tough to to hear smell. Unless you're, uh, what is that, cinescope, uh, whatever that's called, you know, where you taste colors and you hear smells and all that shit. Remember that? Yeah. Do you have have anything unusual like that? What's what's the one thing that Brad Garrett has 
that that nobody knows that you've got a weird little like a uh, trick or are you good at something that no one knows do you have a little talent that we should know about no no i have actually i have two <sighs> come on i have um <sighs> if you say hemorrhoids no everyone knows that i uh I have two little people living in uh, uh, my basement. Really? Yeah. What, and are, I, their name, what are their names? Uh, Stephen and Fletch. But I'll tell you what about them. <laughs> they're they're good workers. They're good people. You know, I pay them in in jelly beans and bourbon. So it isn't like they're not happy. What are they I, making? What are they producing for you? Actually, they. Uh, I started a small bakery here oh. in the house. The wife cooks, uh, bakes actually, bakes really well. So we need a couple people around just to. I don't want to say knead the 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 dough, but just kind of roll around in it. Sure. And when you do it with hands or a roller, you don't get the yeast uh, settling. Ah, uh, ah, uh, very. So, that, uh, that that works. Trevor that, and Fletch. So, uh, I really don't have anything. Uh, it's you, not for sale. What have you be interested in? Brad, I, what have you been yeah. doing during the pandemic that to that to not to keep yourself from losing your mind? Have you done something? Oh, so this isn't like I've lost my fucking mind. What what do you think? I just told you I had little people in my in my basement. You it's don't legal. think I've lost the crackers? In Southern California, it's legal to have little people in your yeah, house. That's true. Um actually I've been uh I've really I I love the alone time. I'm not a, uh, I'm a little bit of a hermit. Uh, so that hasn't been too rough. Um, my family doesn't care if I get COVID. So sure. everyone's coming and going. Right. Um, but I've just been really just kind of laying low and just, I've been doing a lot of driving. Uh, I, I replaced, uh, I'll tell you what I did do. I learned how to replace uh, a couple light bulbs in one of my cars I replaced uh, the light in the glove box. Nice. And uh, one of the tasers on the rear. And uh, I've been doing that. I, I hate to read. Uh, Same. I was doing, yeah, hate it. Hate it. Was doing the puzzles for a couple, three weeks. Um, uh, the uh, the wife uh, tried to get me to watercoloring a little bit because I'm known for my dexterity and yes. small touch. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I tried that, but uh, I miss what I miss more is the restaurants. You know, I'm a bit of a foodie, yeah. And I, I miss the restaurants and some of the, you know, I've I, the last month I've visited a couple people in the masks and the social distancing. Um, but I'm like, you know, I, I, I don't want to get. I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm like, where am I going to go that's really going to be worth it? Yeah. You that's know? been tough. Yeah, that's been, that's and been I, the argument. I don't think we know what it is. I don't think anyone knows what it is. I, I think it's frightening how all the, all the, uh, I, I mean, the side effects of after you have it, you know, I know people who have gotten it. I know people that now have it. I know folks that lost relatives. And it's like everyone is different when they have it or feels different or, or not the same after. And I'm talking young people and, I don't know if anyone knows what uh, what this thing is, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think we're I think we're better off uh, just sitting out the you know sitting it out. You know what I mean? It's just we'll figure. I think it's going to figure itself out at some point, and we're going to get some relief from it. Um, 
and you know, you, you are someone that I've listened to online. You beat Trump to it. You said drink bleach far before he did. That was a, that was a Brad Garrett suggestion. You said drink bleach. It's going to clean it right out of you. I remember that you tweeted it. Well, I got a little, I got a little trouble uh, in area 51. I got a little, little problem with the dumper and I always have, I've tried bleach yeah, uh, there was a time I, I would uh, SOS pads. I don't know if that's before your time. No, we but, still uh, have them. You still got them? The we steel still got wool. Them. I would yeah. just just right around, uh, right, right around, around right yeah. on the edge, right around just, the edge, just to keep it. Just uh, I don't want to say the taint, but I call it the uh, the, uh, the, yeah, the, dead the, the dead zone. The dead zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think this this wacko is gonna gonna leave. I no. think he's gonna have to be removed when he loses. I think what's gonna happen. This is my prediction. I've said this before. I'll say yeah. it again. I think the asteroid's coming for us, and and it's gonna. We're, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to hit us, and let's end all this shit right now. We would had a good run. We tried. Well, that's what I was we saying tried. earlier. That's what I was saying earlier. We tried. Yeah. That's you what know? I was saying earlier. We uh we tried to save the turtles. Uh, we got rid of straws. And now, um, with straws are back, and the turtles yeah. are are uh, doing are, a lot more coke. They're doing way I, more I, coke than they used it. to. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. The straws are back. So we're just we're ruining the environment. The whales are blind. All the whales are blind. Uh, the bees are gay. I mean, we just we yeah. it's over. We've done we've done all the damage that we were going to do. That's it. Yeah. We did it are all. You, are, do you really believe that, or yeah, or, or no? I think care? I think I do think. What do you uh, really think? We're I think just... Mother Nature is going to reset itself on us. I think uh, we'd be very bold. I think it's a very bold um, assumption that we're such special beings that we deserve to live long. That um, I've talked about this on stage in 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 a joke where this used to be frozen for millions of years. One time it rained on Earth for ten thousand years. So what makes us think that we're that this isn't going to end early or or clip us in a different way? I really believe that. I think we're very bold to think that it nothing tragic is going to happen uh, at once while we're on this rock. I think it probably might. There's a better chance that it will than it won't, in my opinion. Well, well, your yeah. show sounds really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And you, you know what? See comedy on the side when you walk in, right? Well, uh, no. uh, at no. the end of it, at the end of it, I'm I say, you're right. Yeah, well, the, I, I, the end of it, at the end of the joke, can I finish the joke? Because at the end of the joke, I do say, and the biggest problem with all this, who did this to the environment? Whose fault is this? The Jews. And that's that. Right. It Yay. kills. Yay. It kills. Finally. It kills. Right. So funny and accurate. See? <laughs> that's so hysterical, man. No, oh. it just, it's just, it's, who knows? I know I can't afford you, uh, but you got it really. If thing, look, I'll tell you what I'll do: work the club because yep. you don't need you don't need money. No, work the club, and I'll make you a sign that says "Whiskey Ginger," but it'll be on both sides. Oh, so regardless of where the audience is, or and it can it can turn. Okay, it can turn. Okay, you know what, Brad. You sold me. Just, just, just think about it, man. You would, you, you, you know, you, you would be wonderful there. But that's an interesting point. Now, uh, very quickly, because I have, uh, I have a, a couple callers I want to get on. Okay. But, but very quickly, uh, when it rained ten thousand days again, yeah. is this a, uh, is this a Discovery Channel thing? Where, where, where did, where's the ten thousand days? Ancient I aliens. 40. I, I thought it was forty. It was ancient aliens taught me that ten thousand days they approximated that it rained one time on Earth. Ten thousand, and they took. They told you this when 
when when they brought you on the mother. I was I was halfway through a joint, and I remember vividly, they said ten thousand days, years, yeah, months. Brad, yeah. I know history. All right. No, I was just gonna, no, I was gonna you say. You want me to name the presidents? You want me to knock it out? Washington, Van Buren, Jackson, Cleveland, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Trump. <laughs> okay, I got worried for a minute. Yeah, I know okay. my I know my facts. Brad, yeah. I want to ask you, uh, sure. and you can say "nyet," which is no in Russian. Yeah. Um, okay, he's already saying no. It's sure. uh, you got you. This is, of course, whiskey ginger. We usually have a drink on it or tell regale <laughs> stories of old. You got sober how many years ago? I got sober 23 years ago. Because the reason I ask is because... Sure, I'll talk about any of it. Um, just today on Twitter, I saw Richard Lewis had announced this was his 26th year sober date. Yeah. Do you One guys my, have uh, any connection? Yeah, do you guys have any... Uh, is we that do. a bonding moment for you? We, we, we do. When I, uh, We've talked about uh, addiction a lot. Um, when I was starting out, uh, he was, you know, a, an amazing influence. Um, I didn't have anywhere near the talent, so I would just go watch him at a club and then I would go put my head in the oven and drink. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he got sober a few years before me and uh, was always very open and vocal about it. And, uh, you know, one of the great things about Richie is he, uh, he's happy to talk about it. Uh, he's not preachy, you know, he's not judgmental about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of got clean my own way. Um, AA is amazing. The, the program is obviously it works. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I, I just stopped. I did a ton of therapy. I did a ton of therapy before. Um, I did a lot after. I'm one of those guys that, you know, uh, I'm in group therapy alone right now, which is very, uh, it's, you know, I get a lot of time in, yeah. um, but, uh, I just went, when I had to stop, I just had to stop. You know, I just I had an incredible uh, constitution of, by the time I, I felt it, uh, I was in Bogota. You, you know what I mean? I was, I was like one of those guys and a yeah. very, very happy drunk uh, uh, and, and a big weed guy, weed, weed. And, and um, you know, my brother would say, why don't you just light the fucking bag on fire and just shove it in your mouth? You know, it was like people were like amazed. Uh, I had no off switch. I would go from uh, this is a beautiful evening to uh, uh, being in a coma. Right. You know? Um uh, I was Ubering, uh, you know, in the in the 80s. People didn't know what Uber was. I was Ubering in the 80s. You were just getting um, in people's cars? Is that what you were saying? You were just getting, yeah, I was just getting in people's cars. and went, home! Home! <laughs> and, and they're going, I don't know you. And then that's when the big the big Jew hands would come around from the uh, head. Um, but yeah, but but back to Richard. He's, uh, you know, he's amazing. You know, and he's, he's yeah. a legend. Uh, when I was on Till Death, I... Uh, show that no one saw a few years ago i saw I it him. brad you're, you're i guy. saw it and i loved it you're the guy thank you appreciate yeah. it yeah. yeah talk about uh worried about doing television it was so funny <laughs> we really thought we really thought uh, jolie and i would talk about it and she played my wife and she's really really funny and yeah and 
outspoken and just honest and a real a real broad. And I call her that, so I don't feel that that's you know well, she's that's like, what they yeah. are. We call them what they are, Brad. <laughs> right, of course. So much fun, but we really thought you know our ratings were so low uh, that we really thought that they like there was maybe a year like the last year that they forgot we were on. We literally said the it was like and and because shit was getting canceled left and right yeah. that was higher rated and we're like I'm telling you they don't they don't know we're here you know and um, then one night we 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 had a, a, a showing and those were the days you know you'd get the well they still do it but it's 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 calibrated differently or calculated I don't think it's calibrated. See again, Washington, Thurman, uh, Munson, go Grover, Grover, okay, so Grover, Cleveland, and Grover from Sesame Street. All they were consecutive. <laughs> Bush, Bush, we, we, Bush, Bush, Clinton, which I love. Yeah. Um, we got we we aired one night and it was an original airing, and we got like a uh, we got a zero point. Zero five. Holy shit. Okay. So not not, not point five. Yeah. Zero point zero five. And I'm like this, you know, I would call and get the overnights. Why I don't I don't I, I mean they should have gone, please don't call. You know, I mean something. So I go, man, that is that is I, I that's gotta be a I mean, the phone rings at that time. It was, you know, the head of comedy for Fox, very, very nice guy. He's now uh, he's now at Applebee's, and he said, um, "Listen, uh, Brad, you, you, you know the numbers have been have been tumbling." I went, "No, I I know." And he said, uh, "Last night you got a point oh five, and you know we're going to uh, you know that's and, and I go, well, how many how many households is that?" I said, "I'm just and they and he went, I I got to tell you, I I I'd have to find out. He he, he didn't even know he didn't even know what a point oh five was." And you know, very, very, you know, he he he's a guy who was head of comedy that I think was an accountant at one time. Yeah, you, you know, you know how it works in the in, in, yeah. 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 He used to be a car salesman, now he's an executive at a big the biggest comedy network. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and uh he goes, So you know, we're gonna we're gonna, you know, we're gonna pull it. And I said, All right, I said, listen, thank you for the opportunity. You know, they were all it was really it was Sony, it was Fox. They were awesome to work with, very supportive. They tried everything. And then yeah. people just they weren't people weren't buying it. It's part of what we do. So he goes, uh, you know, out of our respect to you in the show, anything, any idea, you know, before we call it a day, you know, and I said, you know, I've been thinking. I said, air two more episodes. And I just try it, and I guarantee you, I can get you to a zero. Okay. And it was like silent. It didn't. And he went. Why? Why why would you want to do that? And I said, No, we're at a point oh five. I said, Any, any big shot can jump up to a, a 0.6 or a, or a 0.09. <laughs> but imagine to say we're at zero. That no one, <laughs> no one is watching. 
I said, that's, you know, that's, that's going to go on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. You know, it wasn't <laughs> even like good one or it was so. That's what happens though. You, you, yeah. you get involved in comedy and you realize oftentimes, not all the time, but sure. oftentimes people that run comedy, whatever companies or production companies, that they have no sensibility of comedy. And it's, and it's really scary because you think, well, people that perform comedy don't want to do those jobs. Right. So who has those jobs? It's the weirdest thing. You're like, I don't know who, because anybody that had a really good, anybody has a good comedy, you know, a good grasp on it. They would want to do it or be involved in it more. So when a lot of times you meet these people, not all the time, but a lot of times you meet them and you're like, this, th there's no wonder that this is falling to pieces. This guy doesn't get even the slightest comedy. Like, right. No and wonder. I don't question that because it's never meant, I mean, hire a guy that wrote comedy that for years. Yeah. A little, or a guy who's directed comedy or, a, or how about an actor who, right. who who's has a track record of doing some, you, you know, and, you know, just, and it's the same thing with, you know, with the drama department, there right. are so many unemployed people that would want an executive job that could kill it. Who 20 years ago really knew what they were doing. Yeah. Really put out some great products, some great, you know, knows the difference of, of, uh, I mean, if you're going to get an opinion, if one person's going to hold that mallet over your head as to what, have it be someone that's been in the trenches. Right. You know? I mean, that makes the most sense. I feel like that's, that's, I guess, going back to what we talked about before, um, uh, full circle, as we say in the business. Yeah. Um, I think that's my trouble with television or my scare is like, I love this show that I'm on. I hope it lasts for a long time, but I'm not a dummy. I know how TV works and you never know what could happen and you never know what, what lasts and what goes and I think there's so many variables in presenting comedy on television, which is why new media, i.e. this or sketches right. or online shows, it's just, they've taken off because there's less um, fingers, you know, trying to, trying to get, that's what makes it so difficult to make something great. You know, like you've been lucky that you've, you've had great shit on I've TV. Been lucky. I, I've been lucky. Rare. There's no question. It's super and it was rare. a different era. You know, it was, yeah. was a different now, now on your show, cause it's Netflix, right? It's Hulu, Hulu, it's FX and Hulu. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, and, and those people are kind of, I mean, FX and, and I mean, they're doing some amazing. Television. Oh my God. Like, yeah, they amazing. really are. I get the feeling they kind of let you do your thing. They let the creatives and the yeah. showrunners Here's the keys lock up at night. We trust. Is it more? It's got to be more of that than the network thing. By far. By far. It's, it, yeah, no, it's, it's because FX has always been that way. And I think Langraf yeah. gets all, all this credit for. He's amazing. And, yeah. And truly deserves it of just letting, once you pick good people, like anything else, micromanaging yes. doesn't do you any good. Once That's you've right. picked people that are good at the thing, why would you keep bugging them with your viewpoint when you paid them or you paid them the money to do the thing? Let them go do the thing. I, I mean, like, well, it's very strange when you get hired for a job and then someone micromanages you. You're like, well, then why yeah. the fuck did you want me? You could have gotten anybody to do yeah, this. Could have gotten me. Right. You know, that's well, what's sad. You know what they say yeah. to me sometimes as a threat? They go, "You're you're not careful, Santino. We'll just get Brad Garrett to to replace you." And and right. it's there. It is. There's your cab okay. is here. Yeah. All right. Listen, I got to get on the train, but this has been. <laughs> <laughs> So when they Brad. say get Brad Garrett to you, you probably go do it. You fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Well, because I know they, they won't. Know it was just as scary because yeah. you know, I don't get the call because I would I, do it. 
Yeah. I, I know you would. <laughs> plug, plug Dave because I want people to – I have to tell you, people in the industry are saying, you got to watch this show. Yeah, yeah. It's is, great. It has I'm, to make you feel great. It does. It does. But it's also – it came on the heels of uh, of of starting the pandemic. So I was kind of like, of course, another thing that – you know, it, it, it's, it's champagne problems. But – when we shot I'm Dying Up Here, we did. I did two seasons in the course of three and a half years. I mean, it was a yeah. huge chunk of time to do two seasons of a television show. That's tough. And this thing's going to be the same thing. I feel like it's going to be another, it's a long time before we get to shoot again. And, and that's, it's just hard sometimes. So, so sure. it's a, sure. it's a, but for the most part, I am, I, I am high happy class about High-class problems, it. as you just said. High-class problems. High-class problems. Would you consider therapy, Andrew? You no. Seem to be very, no. Have you no. ever had it? No, I have. You know, I have had therapy. In fact, I'll tell you, uh, uh, I'll tell you uh, the, the, the best moment I ever had in therapy was... Uh, when they validated. A, uh, what's that? When they validated your parking. No, they don't. No, they don't. I have to park on the street and I walk. But I leave myself 15 minutes on each end. Sure. Uh, he... he uh, the gentleman that gave me therapy, um, I didn't really enjoy his his vibe from right. the jump. And sure, he yawned in the middle of me talking about my father's addiction, and uh, really, that, that's therapy to me. I'm like, I just, I doesn't. Maybe it's not for me. I don't know. I've tried a bunch of different ways. I, you know what my therapy was, Brad? The stage. Honestly, I missed that. that yeah. The best way I could get stuff out and feel yeah. better was talking it out with my old lady, the old bag, as I call her. Right. Um, or going and, and, and trying out new shit on stage. Like that, to me, helps a ton. Okay. Yeah. See, if I, had a, if I had an act, it would yeah. probably be cathartic for me. You don't. But, 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 but it's not. I'm spitting no. on people. I, I won't wear it. Yeah. <laughs> we you, know. You know we, that's great. You're, you're blessed to have it. You're an amazing stand-up. I'm not kissing you. your ass because I'm already on the show. And right. I, I can't wait to be back. But, <laughs> but you got so much going for you, man. And you got chops. You're a wonderful actor and you know there's brilliant stand-ups out there that can't make that leap so be patient be good to yourself i'm trying do you see this is therapy for me right now honestly more than anything of course listen listen do you think i'm doing this for any other reason i'm doing andrew's podcast i'm so excited no no if i can help you or you take a tidbit away or or you say to yourself god if he can drive a ferrari i should have 10 that's what I want you to feel after okay. I leave. Well, how about this? Give yeah. us, we usually leave, our guests usually leave the show. I usually walk off camera, but I don't need to because you're not here. Right. And you, you leave us with a little hint of your wisdom. It's usually a word or a phrase that you say directly into camera and you just end the episode that way. Tell us uh, your little Brad's word of wisdom if you have something like that. Stay grateful. Stay grateful. That's awesome. That's it. Yeah, Brad. And remember, Andy. Yeah. Can I call you Andy? No. No matter how it goes, we're doing what we love, and not many people can do that. That's a fact. Brad, thank you. This was awesome. I really appreciate you. No, 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 no. We're not going to kiss. We're not going to kiss. Not in this climate, Brad. You know what? Uh, Be well. Thank you. Honestly, this is fucking great. I wish you everything, man. Thank you, brother. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger.